Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Two Truths and a Lie. I'm your <laughs> I love that. We're actually going to use this intro 100%. Um, I'm your host, Uppy Chatterjee, um, and this is Two Truths and a Lie on the Handshake Media Network. And this week I'm here with Angie McMahon. Hey. <laughs> How many times can we use that? Um, every 30 seconds Great. till now, till forever, till I die. That can be us beeping out swear words. <laughs> Tinkling. And then that mother <laughs> Um, How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. sleepy, but I'm good. Um, Yeah, we're both in trackies, so we're nice and comfortable because uh, comfort is key. It's a good time, actually, trackies. Mm. I'm really glad I kept mine on and that you're wearing yours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just got so sick of wearing jeans. Fuck jeans. That was late. <laughs> that was so late. <laughs> <laughs> gonna stop that we're doing it right um yeah so you got your album coming out really soon it's called salt yes how how are your thoughts is it is it daunting is it scary um why is it called salt sorry about all the questions <laughs> i'm like all i can think about is i don't know if i put my phone on silent anyway we'll find out um salt is the name of the album because it was just the word that I really wanted to be the name of that album. for real <laughs> yeah but like there is like this metaphoric like it's a metaphor to me for all of this stuff, but it's just I'm really bad at explaining it. But basically, if you think about like water, salt water evaporating and then like what's left over is just salt. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the songs being left over after I went through all the stuff that oh. was to make the record. It's just like this is the product, like this is the result. And salt is about balance, I think, because it's this thing that can – like kill and sting you Mm. not kill you but like kill you know plants or whatever and it also can be really cleansing and it's like the ocean is really cleansing and tears are cleansing and they're like they're salt water so i don't know there's all of these it's a bit of deeper meaning there yeah it's just about balance i get it getcha and on a more like literal level salt is the best con is it a condiment i don't know seasoning Makes every meal better. Yeah, seasoning. Yeah. Seasoning? Yeah. And it's also like sass, you know, when people are like... Yeah, salt salty. bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and salt... Yeah, there's so many yeah. meanings for, for salt. Um, so and you got yeah. your new song, I Am A Woman, out now, which yeah. is very moving. I heard it live oh. on Triple J when oh, it cool. when Bridget played it. I was on an aeroplane when that happened. Oh. Didn't. They missed it. Yeah, I missed it. Well, you've heard it before. I have. <laughs> I made it. I've heard it. A million times. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, if you have heard it a million times, like, is it hard playing it a million times and getting that emotion out every single time? No, it's really satisfying to play. Mm. I really love playing it. It's about an honest conversation, you ha- a heated conversation you had with someone, yeah? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, a, are you still mates with this person? Um, n- look, Not really, actually, but not because of that. More just because, like, our lives went in different directions. But, mm. yeah, this was just a... One of those moments when you're like, you realize throughout the conversation that you're on a completely different page to the person mm. that you're talking to, and you're also like hungry, and you're also like just frustrated at yourself for not being able to express what, like, how angry you are. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is so draining. And often, I think with like gender equality conversations and arguments in particular, it's like you really have to try and keep your composure so you don't come across as like, a crazy, crazy woman. Yeah, totally. Yep. And so I was really trying to hold that. And yeah. Like, I just was exhausted by it, so I had to go and write this fucking song. 
Do you think they they know it's about them? I have no idea. I really don't. I, I Yeah, I mean, I do think so, but it's, it's kind of terrible, but it's just not someone that I talk to mm. anymore. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm busy. Yeah, you're busy, like, <laughs> killing it around the world. Like, like isolating myself from friendships. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're here for two truths and a lie, so um, I'm sure you know the drill and we've had a bit of a chat about what your stories are and I'm very excited to hear them. Um, what is your first truth? Okay, my first truth is... Press the thing. <laughs> I used to write... Harry Potter fan fiction. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, did you write it on Tumblr or like? No, fanfiction.net. Oh, yeah, the it's OG. Like, yeah, the actual like publishing website of fan fiction, but like just the Harry Potter yeah. category because there are, you go into fan fiction and there's like, I don't know how many There's like categories. SpongeBob fan fiction. Yeah, there's <laughs> just so much. You go um, into the Twilight one and it's just like, oh, no. Yeah, I have so many questions. Um, firstly, so you must be a huge Harry Potter fan. Yes. Do you have a favourite book? Mm, no, I, no, I don't. I actually haven't read the books in a long time. Mm. I, I go to the movies quite often. Yeah. Like just the comfort of watching something that is I'm so familiar with. Mm. I recently marathoned the movies and it was good, like watching it all in one go. Yeah. Um, Okay. So satisfying. It's so satisfying. Um, takes a while, but okay. Tell me, what did you write about? What it, Did you write like sexy fan fiction? It wasn't like... Is it Draco Hermione? <laughs> Draco Hermione was definitely a thing. It wasn't like sexy, like it wasn't like erotic writing, yep. but it was definitely like, it was like me exploring like romance fantasies mm. probably. Like, you know, having never had a boyfriend in my life mm. and being like a young teenager, just kind of being like... Imagine if well, I got into it reading it first. I don't even know how I found yeah. it, but like reading it, and then I was like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, Have a, go. I'm a writer now, and I would, yeah, I would like write about like Draco and Hermione, like the classic bad boy, thing, or like Ginny Weasley and Draco, Ginny like, and Draco. Yeah, I just wrote Harry basically out of the. Story. <laughs> like I was like, he, he's blowing that bugger. You have enough spotlight on you, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I just wanted to operate in the world that I loved but just like completely based on like romance and like teen mm. drama. And so those so it was like, I don't know, Gossip Girl meets Harry Potter. Yeah, pretty much. I love it. Gossip Girl with Wands and like. Wait, so it's basically like pie. Riverdale. It was basically Riverdale. Or Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, magical teen drama. I just, I just wanted my life to be set in a castle where I could do spells and like. Oh. There were like pretty British people around. Yeah. And there was like ghosts walking around. They're yeah. like, I can help you with your problem. Totally. Young Harry. It's a, a mystical forest. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what I, you know, I just spent mm. my whole teens just like imagining that shit. Up. 100%. <laughs> um, do you remember any of these stories? Um, Tell us one. A short truncated version, please. This um, is the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think there was one which was like, um, it was like, kind of msn style like instant messaging but like in a book that was like that journal that harry writes in in chamber of the Secrets. yeah so it was like you could instant message through like a magic journal <laughs> and so it was like maybe, brb yeah, like actually with an ink pen and like people had their own like um names the way that you would have like a forum chat name so like Hermione didn't know she was talking to Draco for example yeah and they'd be like become friends and oh my god like, I love this it doesn't make any sense now that I'm talking about it and like 
I just hope that the documents, wherever they are, like on whatever computer they are, mm. like are destroyed and long gone because I don't <laughs> ever want to read them. I don't even know what my fanfiction username was. Like I couldn't mm. find myself, but like I know that I spent time writing these. Yeah. Things. How old were you? I don't know. Probably like 14, 15, mm. 16. Probably not 16. I don't, yeah, like 14, 15. Yeah. Uh, my memory might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Montaigne also used to write. Really? Harry Potter fan fiction. That's cool. She definitely wrote fan fiction. I'm I'm pretty sure it's Harry Potter, but it could be something else. But I know she was Amazing. in that too, so you should chat to her about it I and should. cringe. Um, yeah, because I never revealed it about myself to anyone. Like I was <laughs> deeply secretive about it yeah. throughout my whole life until Shit. like just recently when I kind of remembered and I was like, oh my God, I used to have this like thing that I – I was. it was like – I mean, it's like I said, like it wasn't erotic, but it was like I was hiding porn from like everyone. Yeah. In it was just like this secret Well, it's like emotional porn, internet. right? Yeah, totally. Mm. And it was like, I didn't know. I felt like it was super embarrassing. And now yeah. I'm like, actually, that's just me having a passion for like writing and creating and imagining. Yeah. But yeah, back then I was just like, no one can know that I do this. <laughs> like this is so embarrassing you'd come home from school and be like yeah today i'm gonna make snape and mcgonagall fall in love no i was not <laughs> not that deranged i wasn't <laughs> what was i yeah. you totally were it would have been like a classic romeo and juliet like there's a lot montague capulet yeah, fantasy so. but like for old people yeah there's a lot of snape hermione actually on fan fiction ew yeah there's like a lot no that's a thing the age difference. Yeah, there's a lot of like... She's underage. She's just like used as this like like this young, like the schoolgirl figure. Like mm. I, I was reading some, I remember, that were like, yeah, creepy. Yeah. Well, she's like the smart, sexy yeah. and Emma Watson, you know, yeah. blossomed, shall we say. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah, she was perfect fodder for that type of... I mean, there's some creepy stuff on the internet, including... Let's not get into that. Mm. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, I'm yeah, definitely going to have a try search for it and <laughs> see if I can match it up. Out of me. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. What is your second truth? Okay. My second truth is um, I auditioned for music uni. Is that what you call it? Music mm. uni. <laughs> music school, music, music college. Yeah. A music degree. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get in. And that's, that's, just funny to me now because mm. it's like actually what I'm doing is my job and I really yeah I don't know I was really kind of confident that I was going to get in and like mm. that was going to be my path and then I failed to like um re- be realistic with myself that like I couldn't sing jazz and it was a jazz degree it's oh like, wow yeah because <laughs> there wasn't yeah that was like the Melbourne Uni one that was on offer mm. and um I did this, I went to the audition and I like sang a piano ballad that I'd written that was like not jazz at all. Mm. It was just like, and they're like, and how do you feel about jazz? And I was like, mm, I don't really know any. And then like I didn't get accepted into the uni and I was like shocked and I was like, oh my God. How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> what is my life? What am I going to do? And then uh, it was really good for me. I just like spent a few years doing literature and stuff and like not thinking about music too much. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I just I kind of came out of school like thinking that I was like top shit with singing, and then it was just like one of those. I mean, you are just maybe not jazz, like, but yeah, definitely not jazz. <laughs> but like, I kind of needed just the reality check that like not everyone's going to think you're good. Yeah, and like you know how hard are you going to work anyway? And mm. it's just one of those things that yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm really grateful for, but when it happened, I was just like. 
Fuck you. Mm. Well, you made it happen. Now they're probably hearing your name around and going, well, shit. Probably not. I reckon they don't give a shit. But, like, that's good. I think you don't want everyone to give a shit. It would have been amazing if you had submitted a song that's now a hit and yeah. then turned it down. Can you imagine? If you'd, if you'd like, submitted Slow Mover. I did, like. They're like, this is shit. Sorry. Yeah, fuck this song. Yeah. It's not jazz. It's just not jazz. It's just not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not musically talented enough for a Melbourne Uni music degree, right. like still. And that's just like, I don't know, sometimes I get myself down about it because it's like music skills, it's just such a huge world of like mm. how much you can develop. Like you can spend hours practicing an instrument every single day and still have more to learn. And like I do not do that. Like my skills are basic level. And I just, I like I love songwriting and I love singing and doing what I can do and I want to keep developing that stuff. But it, it's nice to have that, like, it's actually humbling just to have mm. that reminder that, like, music is, like, it's so complex. And there's, so, like, so much to learn. There's so much to yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, I think you're definitely being humble, but I think it's super mature to just know that, like, everyone can't be good at everything. Like, and it's, like, okay yeah. to have gaps in your knowledge that you can work on yeah. later like, yeah and if yeah. you do want that knowledge or you do want that skills mm. like you actually have to work really totally hard yeah like it doesn't just come to you just because you mm. have a talent it's like no you have to work really hard but i also think that <clears throat> um like if it's a music degree they should see that you're musically talented and be like okay she doesn't sing jazz or play jazz or know much about jazz but like yeah. she's obviously talented so it's a music degree like well, I kind of like, thought that was going to be the result. Yeah, I mean, that that right. makes sense to me. They have a lot of people audition, I guess, mm. and it's like they're only going to let in the ones who are the best Yeah, at that thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Damn you, Melbourne Uni. <laughs> nah, they did good. I mean, <laughs> I actually, because I started at Melbourne Uni anyway, I went and did some subjects there that were like my breadth subjects mm-hmm. like at Melbourne Uni. Like, so I just did music subjects that I actually wanted to do. So yeah. in the end, it kind of worked out. Like I didn't have to do all of the theory and stuff, mm. but I got to do like the songwriting subjects and like oh, easy. just like kind of get the best bits out of the yeah. course. And I did play Missing Me at one of those classes, like a songwriting class, and I remember the teacher being like, it's good, but you know that um, free time guitar playing that you're doing at the start? Like, no one's going to like that. Like, you just need to get rid of that. And I was like, no, sir. No, mister. I am keeping it weird. And then I did. Yeah. And it was like one of those really satisfying things. Where That's so like, good. Yeah. This song is finished. I'm not looking for your opinion. I just have to play it. To you, you have to send it to assessment. him. <laughs> no. Please I don't, do it. I don't send him the Spotify link. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this still annoying? Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I thought people didn't like it, but. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, again, it's like, it's good to have people put you down in that way. Mm. It's not like they're putting you down. I mean, they're educators. Like, they're trying to better you. Yeah. But. If it makes you more sure of what you want to yeah. do, I feel like that's those experiences for me. Is it's kind of like, like not fitting into the box and then still being motivated to do it. Mm. It's like I'm glad that I didn't get into the degree, and I'm glad that that guy said that about my song. Yeah, and it's just like you gotta have a thick skin in this industry, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's it's fucked. <laughs> so, um, anyway. <laughs> Like that's that, the though. um that's the epiphany sound now <laughs> yeah, it's like so we just came to a we're now epi- on a, like on a psychological journey we're enlightened yes um okay what is your 
uh, lie? Mm. My lie is, well, it's like a lie that I used to tell to my mum. Mm. I used to have this really gross habit of leaving old fruit and old <laughs> sandwiches in my school bag like in my my paper bag lunch would just like whatever I didn't eat would fall to the bottom of my school bag or sometimes my locker so there was like two spaces in my life that were just like collecting rotting food (laughs) and like I'm really just you're just making wine it's fine fermenting (laughs) for later it was ferment like (laughs) there could be months worth of like malt like I don't even I was grotty and this is like I mean this was from when I was 10 up until when I was like I don't even know like Mm. 17 like this was throughout school and there were some like significantly shameful things, but it was like it's like the fan fiction again. It's like I was hiding, I was just like not wanting anyone like to know. Like it was so secretive. And so my mom would like come into my room, and she'd be like, "What is that smell?" And she'd like look at my school bag, and she'd be like, "Is that stuff? Like what is that smell?" And I'd be like, "I have no idea, mom. It's not in my room. It's somewhere else. There's a dead possum in the roof. I don't know. <laughs> just get out of my room. Like I don't know. You're crazy, mom. Yeah, I was such a bitch about it, and I was just like." I was just so anxious. And yeah. it's like my mum. And yeah. I'm like so anxious that she's going to discover my secret. And yeah. it's like, I'm pretty sure she already knew. And then like after months of like this gross smell, like I'd get home one day and she would have like gone through my school bag and like cleaned it out mm. and been like, you're disgusting. And like, she wouldn't even like get me in a lot of trouble for it or anything. Yeah. It was more that just like. She probably knew all along. Yeah, totally. She was like, she was playing chicken with you. How long she totally can Angie was. go she's carrying? Like, she's like, how <laughs> gross is my child? Like how <laughs> weird is she? Like how much is she going to take this on? And yeah. it would just go, and it happened again at school. Like, I don't know if I like specifically lied about it at school, but definitely when I was 10 or 11, yeah, my locker had the same thing and I was homesick one day mm. and like that was the day that they cleaned out all the lockers, but this was like pre-locked lockers because we were like 10, so it's mm. like they're not going to let you lock them. Yeah. And so other people had to like in my class had to like clean out Aww. the food that was in the bottom of my locker and the next That's day I came mean. to school and like found out and I was like so ashamed. And it's, I just don't understand what this <laughs> element of my personality is like. <laughs> I probably need to bring it up with my therapist, just be like, why am I like this? Like why was I – why was I – so unable to confront the fact that there was just food like composting in my bag and like that like that thing where you reach into your bag and you like you go in too far and you're just like "Mm." and then but I would just shut off like my brain would just stop and be like "Mm, no that's not there I was just (laughs) looking for my book and then like you know like just I mean I wish I wasn't sharing this but I'm just gonna go like my books would sometimes have like gunk yeah like like they would have the remnants of like some old apple some on them or something. And you're just like, I am disgusting. And I don't like now I'm like a cleaner person. I mean, mm. my room is like not great, but I'm just like more hygienic. And <laughs> you're like, I, I need like, to let everyone know this so they think I'm not a grotty person. Yeah, totally. Like I'm lying. But anyway, and then I just like <laughs> look back at that time and I'm just like, how was I? Like, was I just a smelly? Like, was I one of those people who like walks around and just like smells like, I don't even know. That is something I don't think you should think about because it will keep you up at night. Anyway. But I think it's just like an element of procrastination. We all had it like yeah. 100%. I never let my food get rotting levels, but Good on you. 100% like you'd, you know, you'd chuck your bag on the ground yeah. and the sandwich would just become like this oblong blob thing yeah. and you'd leave it in all week and yeah, then your mum would be like, mum, uh, she'd be like, did you eat your lunch like, this week and yeah. she'd find like four 
diamond shaped <laughs> like, <laughs> like, ridiculous looking sandwiches in my bag yeah and you're like yes i ate them i don't know who those are yeah someone put them there they planted them <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about mum <laughs> why are you trying to frame me mum um so yeah. that's my lie that i was lying to my mum. i was lying to myself i was lying to the world i was a grot is there anything in your room right now that you're not dealing with or in your life that's mm. like there and you're like, I need to deal with this. Yeah. But it's not there right now because I'm busy. Yeah. There is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like, it's not grotty stuff, but mm. there's like, there's different things. There's like, some of it's like food. Like I have two separate boxes of food in my room. One mm. of them is like a box of pasta that got sent to me. And like, like raw, like not cooked. Yeah. Raw, yeah. Raw, yeah. Like, God. like <laughs> packaged pasta. Yeah from San Remo is like hey thanks San Remo. <laughs> San Remo appreciate it but I'm like I don't know what to do with oh is it because like. the song yeah because of the oh, song duh. they're just like we know you love pasta here you go so now I have this huge box of pasta it's like in the middle of my room I'm just like literally I don't know where to put this and then this week my booking agent in America who's like so lovely sent me like a belated birthday present well, it was my birthday on tour, so it's like I got it because I just got home. Mm. And it's a box of pita chips, which is like this American mm. snack that I had over there. And he like witnessed me try pita chips for the first time. And I was like, what is this heavenly chip? Yeah. And then I like stuffed some into my pockets as we were like leaving the gig because I didn't. I wanted to take the whole box. You're such a grot. I'm a grot. I know. And he was like, mm, okay, she needs some pita chips. And he like sent me a full box of like he went to the supermarket and like cleared out the shelf. That's so cute. I know. So now I have two boxes of food and I also have a whole desk full of receipts from tour that like I need to send to my bookkeeper that like I just haven't because that's mm. like finances. And again, it's like the school bag thing. It's like if I don't think about it, yeah, it's not happening. It's like boring stuff. Like I think everyone can relate to this. Yeah, good. <laughs> relatable. And it's just like – Hashtag yeah. Relatable. And uh, what else is in my room that I'm not dealing with? I mean, you're working your way through the chips, right? They're delicious. Yeah, but I think they're giving me like nighttime anxiety. Like I had, <laughs> as, as is also Harry Potter related, like the other night I couldn't sleep. So I opened a bag of pita chips, ate the whole thing while watching Harry Potter 1. <laughs> and then I woke up the next morning just like so anxious. And I was like... Pita infused anxiety. Yeah, probably just because I had a bag of salt. like, <laughs> And it's basically salt and butter and... Delicious. This <laughs> <laughs> like, has been a hard week. <laughs> One way to not get over jet lag. Who needs alcohol and drugs and stuff? You just have pita chips yeah. and Harry There's Potter. There's no wine it. in my house, but there was 10 bags of pita chips. There you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. Um, struggling if you can't tell. Nah, you're good. <laughs> you're killing it with your pita chips and your receipts. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for stopping by and sharing your stories. Thanks for having me. No worries. Like I said, I'm 100,000% going to look up your Harry Potter fan fiction. And I hope everyone listening to this does as well. (laughs) It's not under my name though. That's fine. We'll find it. Yeah, I bet you will. We Let will. me know if you do, actually. You're like, I'm interested to read it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to know what the fuck I was spewing out. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll send it to you when we find it. Um, cool. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>